Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Well, from picking colours to prepping walls and what type of paint should you actually buy, the Home Squad are here to help with your paint dilemmas. Alan Grant, DIY expert, is with us this afternoon. And in for Roisin Murphy today is Roisin Lafferty, who's the founder and creative director of Kingston Lafferty Design. You're both very welcome. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Alan, we might start with you first because I suppose you're, the first thing you have to do, the part I'm not very good at, and that's the uh, paint preparation, <laughs> getting everything ready, the walls primed. What's your two top bits of advice for people before they even start picking colours? Well, the first thing I would say about painting your home, right, it's the cheapest thing you can do with the biggest overall impact. Like colour means everything when you arrive into a home and it, it just sets the tone for the rest of the house. But like you're right, preparation, uh, preparation, preparation, preparation. So you have to look at the quality of the paint that you're using and the quality of the tools. But you have to, like if the walls aren't great, you need to tackle them first. So cracks, kind of all the filling around doors, they really will show up if you don't attend to them before you start the paint. So we always say a third of your uh, time when it comes to painting needs to be preparation, needs to be filling, needs to detailing basically. A third of it, Alan? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like you you just right. can't underestimate the amount of uh, time that's needed in the preparation. As I say, it'll it'll show when the, when the job is finished. Okay. Do you agree with that, Roisin? I reluctantly very much agree with that. Yes, um, <laughs> myself. I don't follow that advice. Uh, I'm that uh, no. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's why I was like, what? The, get the impact, but no, undoubtedly that's the thing, and and that also makes the investment worth it. It's going to last so much longer if you've got the prep work done properly. Um, you were in the business, Roisin, of you know, I suppose helping people design, pick colours, get the theme, the moods right. Are there certain colours at the moment, um, trends that are in for this year? Yeah, I think there's a real focus on nature and things being a lot more natural looking. So polished plaster, for example, is a finish that's really, really popular. So then people are picking paint colours that look kind of like that more putty toned, more natural kind of raw plaster look. There's definitely a focus on that kind of more stripped back feeling and the kind of browny, muddy tones. That's the sort of the greys, the not beiges. E- not even grey. It's more like a, almost like clay, like, Ear- like a putty, yeah. earthy, okay. uh, earthy colour. And it's a funny one because it's hard to, it's hard to find in paint. It's, it's actually one of the more difficult ones you definitely need a lot of samples for to see how the light hits it. But when it's right, it creates a really lovely kind of backdrop to everything that else that you have going on in the room. Do you need um, a high ceiling, big rooms? to start picking colours like that though, Roisin? No, not at all. Um, and it's funny, there's there's different tricks that we would use quite a lot. And one thing that we do all the time and, and it takes people a while to get on board with, but is to paint all the surfaces. So you go into a room and rather than just painting walls, we would paint the same colour, especially putty tones onto the ceiling to paint the doors, the skirtings, the architraves in. And what that does is it almost disappears all of the separate planes and it kind of creates this really lovely cocooning feeling and it makes the space feel bigger regardless of ceiling height. 
Okay. 87 106 is the WhatsApp number. I have loads of listener questions coming in to you uh, for you both this afternoon. I, I I do want to get to them. But I just want to get, in a general sense, Alan, first of all, um, picking colours when people come in to you in the shop. What's yeah. your advice? Well, we get everything. People come in to us, right? They'll come in with a lot of charts. They'll come with like ideas from magazines. We've even had people in with like, uh, can you match the colour of my jacket? Which we can. We can use the colour eye. Uh, like colour matching is is come on so much now in the last number of years. It was kind of hit and miss going back 10 years, but now it, it's just so refined that if you want the colour, you can get that colour. But like Roisin says, you need a lot of time to kind of decide on what that colour is going to be best for you. And samples are the way to go. You really, it's like the preparation. You just need to spend that time on choosing the right colour because there's and nothing worse. You a little fortune as well buying all the samples. <laughs> well, the samples. I don't know how many be... little pots I have out in the garage. As, as small as two ninety nine. you know, like if you get a dozen of them, like it's money well spent. And a lot of retailers and, and paint shops will discount that against your purchase of, of the paint. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll start with the listener questions 087-1400-106 can you paint wooden floors or what um, or what work would I have to do to prep them for us we paint them quite a lot I think the key thing to get across is that there will be wear and tear so it's not a, a perfect finish like for example there will be kind of you know circulation marks and so if you've got a character filled house for example an old house Victorian house Georgian house that kind of thing the floors aren't going to be perfect anyway and it can be a really lovely look. Um, but in general, just think of what it's being used for. We would normally put a matte sealer on top of the paint so that there's a bit more durability. Um, but it's not it's not a perfect factory finished floor. And, and the, okay. good, the good thing about painting floors now, I would just add to that, is you can actually yeah. choose any colour. Whereas before you were kind of set to these kind of kind of fix maybe six or 12 different colours. But whatever colour you like now, you, it can be mixed up. As in if you wanted to just go for something totally wild and alternative. If you want to go Barbie pink, you can go Barbie pink. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me nobody goes Barbie pink, Roshi. We, we, have, uh, we have painstakingly got um, people to paint checkerboard and that looks great yeah, yeah. on Timber 4 okay. if, you've, if you've got yeah, time yeah. and patience. Uh, question for you, Alan. Um, in relation to exterior paint on an older house, the paint has become quite patchy, not flaky. Will a simple repaint even it out? You need to strip it all back. So you need to come back as close as you can get back to the original surface. And that's the best way to paint. So you'll have a a good, consistent finish uh, at the end of your project. But uh, it depends. I'd love to know uh, what uh, age the house or where that question came in on. But what is it? Yeah, you would have to strip it back as far as you can. And we're kind of spoiled in this country as well with uh, Irish uh, paint manufacturers so the likes of Fleetwood very good exterior paints Dulux uh, they all do some very good paints and uh, Fleetwood at the moment and Roisin we had a chat before we came in here Fleetwood have really stepped up their game and kind of won the market leaders in that area Yeah it's very difficult do you have any advice actually maybe Roisin on that you know because when, when you go into any of the big stores and you're looking at the paint brands and then you follow you know different people on Instagram and, and you see the kind of money that's being spent on paint does it matter what brand you go for? I think some are better than others in terms of, you know, it depends what colours you're going with. But especially if you want quite a saturated, strong colour, you really want to make sure that you're not going to end up having to do, say, three coats because three coats of a colour is a lot more expensive than one. So, yes, the quality of the paint does matter. Does. Some paints okay. are yeah. good at 
touch-ups and some paints are not. You know, certain brands, you have to repaint a whole room if you want to touch it up. Yeah. So definitely, I think, talking to the people in the shop, the people that are very familiar with the different paints. I, I would add to that as well. If you're going for a strong outdoor colour, make sure that you're choosing off an exterior paint palette, right? Because if, if you're choosing... and. Maybe the, the the retailer mightn't fully know if, if they're giving you a Fandex card. There mightn't be the f- colour fast uh, protection in the colours. So like you, we've all driven by houses and, and it's kind of faded looking. So you want to make sure that it is a colour that is designed to be used outdoors because otherwise okay. the sun will actually kind of bleach that over time. Uh, question, Roisin, for you on this. Is dark paint in a kitchen a no-no? It's quite a small kitchen, but I think it would look really sleek to have a nice dark navy kitchen. My wife isn't sure, says this listener. Again, I think the I default... I love this look now. <laughs> Me too. I, I think the default is to, you know, steer away from dark colours in small spaces, but I don't think that has to be the case at all. The best thing to do is look at it as a block. OK, so start looking at it as a, as a block. Don't just look at it as the kitchen cabinetry. So think of make sure the kitchen goes up to the ceiling. Make sure the colour is consistent so that when you look into that room, it's almost a block of one colour. That actually will make it feel a lot more anchored and it it draws your eye as opposed to it being kind of piecemeal. You don't want bitty lower cabinets that are navy. Then you've got a wall. Then you've bitty cabinets above that are navy. And then you've a ceiling. Try and tie it all in together. And actually, it has a much more anchoring effect. Okay. I wonder, do they mean, sorry, they're painting their kitchen. I presume that's the walls as opposed to the cabinets they're talking about. Maybe not, but that was how I read the the question. It doesn't matter, does it, Roisin, really? No, but I'd actually look at... painting them all together so that they work together as one item. So especially... Walls and units. Yeah, because especially if you're looking right. into, say it's an open plan area, I don't know in this instance, but if yeah. it's an open plan area, when you look in and it's just one consistent colour, that draws your eye a lot less and it actually feels a lot bigger than if you start to paint certain sections in a dark colour. That then can look stripy and look inconsistent. Okay. Um, listener here, Alan, is wondering about, I'm currently painting my ceiling and it has spotlights. Will I need special paint to paint the white plastic rings of the spotlights or will the same emulsion I'm using uh, work on the ceiling? Well, I presume it's, uh, she's not just painting the, the the wall or the side of the ceiling white. So in that case, there is no uh, paint. OK, so to, to colour match them, you'll need to get a closest match using the colour eye in one of the, the, the retailers or stores, paint shops. And you would need to kind of use a, a primer on that. Uh, so I would suggest if you could get um, a good quality like bin or else uh, like um, blockade is another product or else you can actually, if the colours are close enough to, if you're lucky enough, if it's a RAL colour or anything like that, you can pick up a spray paint uh, and spray those rims. The little white plastic things? The little white, yeah. Following, right, just take them off and go on, Roisin. Sorry, following on from that, I, I'm kind of obsessive about painting everything in right. so that, you know, you don't have ugly grills and other things like that. So basically, as long as you have a good primer, you can paint any of those metal mm. fixtures if you vents in your ceiling or anything like that as well. Okay. 087-1400-106. That's the number. Uh, this listener says, we have a white sitting room. Sounds like me. And a navy sofa. We want to add more colour because it looks a bit clinical. <laughs> I know this feeling. Uh, I do want the whole thing, though, to be matchy, matchy. So how do I pick colours? I think the main thing here... Definitely describe me. (laughs) The main thing here is to 
think about the spaces that you're drawn to, whether it's a piece of art you like, and it's all about layering up colours. So right now you've got white and you've navy. They're kind of two extremes on a spectrum. So ideally bring in a layered kind of tonal mix, you know, whether that's kind of soft blues, greys, warmer kind of aquas, they will all link together. Like white and navy are so flexible. You can really bring in, even if you want to bring in soft pinks. But the main thing is rather than it being such a strong clash and such a strong contrast, try to layer up, even if that's one kind of more subtle, say, off green or off blue on the wall, but layer up with with curtains, with textiles, with rugs, so that there's more depth. Yeah. If you're choosing colours like that as well, Dulux have a product, uh, sorry, um, an app called Dulux Visualizer. While it's not 100%, it's a great way for choosing colours because you can take a photograph mm. virtually. I've and, used and vir- this before. Yeah, and virtually paint your room. And I think it's it's a great, it's it's not it's a, a little idea. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a game changer on opening yourself up to more kind of colour choices because if you choose on one colour, uh, it'll give you other colours to, that you can that'll go with that, you know. Um, but while it's not one hundred percent accurate, I will say it, yeah. it just gives you more ideas of colours to use. Just one or two quick ones. Anne is wondering um, a message for for Alan. My daughter has a UPV door that still has bits of the plastic covering dried into it. The builders never removed it during the renovation. She's having a nightmare trying to get it off. Any suggestions? Well, this reminds me of my time in Australia when I had one hundred and twenty doors to to peel all that blue. <laughs> Plastic oh. off, okay, yeah. <laughs> so heat is your friend there, okay. So if it's cold and it's kind of caked on, there's nothing worse than kind of just peeling that kind of, and you think you're going to get it all, and then it starts breaking into small pieces. So just kind of even like a hairdryer or something like that will just kind of free up that adhesive underneath it, even though it's only a light adhesive. It's really yeah. easy to take it off on the day of delivery. Hairdryer, hair simple as that. Yeah. And extension coordinate uh, hairdryer. Um, finally, Roisin, Tessa is wondering, uh, what colour would you recommend to go with a, with a seashell kitchen presses on the wall? Uh, with a seashell, I, I love um, I love Charleston Grey or any of those kind of putty tones or else any, again, kind of mucky greens look really good. So... Um, Studio green, Charleston green. There's a lot of um, really nice soft colours. So again, just to try and go like a few tones darker. In general, all the paint charts that are out now are really helpful, though, because they tend to do the colours in gradients. So always, you know, if she's picked one of the colours, look down Mm. in the same gradient, but look like kind of four to five colours down. Don't look at the next colour. That will be too subtle a difference. But try to layer up so that you've got depth um, from what you've already chosen. Okay. Good good advice. Uh, plenty uh, plenty more messages we didn't actually get to today. It's amazing like how much time you could spend talking about paint and paint <laughs> colours. Alan Grant, DIY expert, and Roisin Lafferty is the founder and creative director of Kingston Lafferty Design. Thanks a million to you both for joining us today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.